You're listening to Bitter Rivals. Ooh. Huh. We're back. This weekend. Week fucking six is over. Four NFC West teams enter. One leaves victorious. I, what a start to my birthday weekend. The Niners going down. Nice. That made me very happy. I was at the game this weekend. Took my son to his first game. They showed that uh, score on the on the, the board. The whole crowd cheered. Oh, I bet. Because it was like, you know, uh, Cardinals fans too. Mm. Well, I mean, Cardinals are just tanking, so I don't know what they're cheering for. <laughs> hey, they've been scrappy, man. Did you see that? I, I don't know how recent it was, but I just read it literally right before I got here about Caleb Williams <laughs> saying yeah. he does, he's not going to – or he's going to make more money next year if he stays at USC versus being a rookie for any of these uh, bottom – Through NIL teams. or whatever, right? Yeah. Yeah, I, I saw that, and I saw this morning that uh, they're reporting that he's, like, he's demanding uh, shares of a team if he gets drafted by them. Oh, really? I yeah, like ownership. I know he has, like, a, uh, a – a list of teams he only wants to play for. It's like, the, oh really? Yeah, it's the Giants, the Niners. It the sure is that hell ain't the Bears. I it's bet. not. It's not the Bears. It's none <laughs> yeah. of the teams that will have a high draft pick. So it was like the Vikings, the Cowboys, yeah. the, the Giants, the Niners, and I think one other team. I forget what it was. How many of those? I mean, the Giants uh, have a need at quarterback, so that could be interesting. I mean, did you see their game against Buffalo? Oh yeah. It was Buffalo, right? That's where they played. I can't remember. Yes, they played Buffalo. Yeah, so and they almost won. There was that P, uh, the missed P, PI call in the end zone, right? Mm-hmm. And they had they called earlier. They called like a rough in the passer on Josh Allen or for for Josh Allen. That was like barely anything. Yep. I mean, so they right, might well, just be uh, th- this is what shutting uh, th- it down. The on the defense of that, a lot of these teams that. If they know what that team is going to be wearing, so if it's a white jersey, defenders will wear white gloves. Yeah, yeah. So, I know that that. Or so yeah. when that that it was a holding, but did the refs see it because the gloves were white but and it the was jersey a pool. was white? It was as a well. jersey pool, right? I mean, yeah, you're right. Uh, that could be it. I I know that because they also wear white shoes too, so you could uh, you can't tell if they like step out of bounds or whatever, mm-hmm. right? Uh, it's it's uh, it was definitely a hold. It just wasn't called. Yeah, but uh, what a critical moment. Yeah. I mean, it, it it would have been... It was on Darren Waller, right? It was on Darren Waller catching the ball. At least if he would have caught the ball, they would have to review it for scoring. And then maybe, like, you know, they, yeah. they, they just give him another shot at it. But, I I mean, it is what it is. That's that's how it goes with the, with the, these Bills yeah. and Chiefs games. I know, right? <laughs> well, that's, a, that's another subject. We got to get to that. I, I, I want to, like, have a spreadsheet with all the missed calls and, at the like, how critical a moment it was each time and we'll, then we'll get we'll get into it nerdy style like that mm. so yeah it's my birthday weekend it's been a i'm so exhausted my wallet is my bank account is just killing me right now i went to the rams game on the well you and i saw each other on saturday our friend's child's birthday party oh yeah uh briefly we saw each other briefly and then on uh, s- Sunday, I went to the game. I took my son. I took the train over there. Actually, I've, this is my first time taking the train to SoFi. Way easier th- than taking it to uh, when I was at the Coliseum. Oh, I bet 100 times Because at the easier. Coliseum, I had to take uh, a couple of transfers. You know, you had to get off at Rosa Parks and mm-hmm. to the Blue Line. But this, you just go down to... Uh, you get off and you walk down one street, right? No, you, they have shuttles. Oh, nice. Yeah, and they shuttle you there. 
and it was just way it's so easy i mean it took me uh less than an hour to get there from home and where do they drop you off on the shuttle like in like uh, what's it called um, like near the highland or, or hawthorne and uh it's on hawthorne like right before the airport okay and then they yeah they just shuttle you de- they, they have like four metro buses like just shuttling everyone who comes off hmm. and it, it, yeah i got there less than an hour i paid five bucks you know and then uh my brother-in-law was there he paid 80 bucks to park there and it took him just as long to get there so yeah it's ridiculous the parking everywhere right there yeah i know so I, the train might be the way to go i actually we actually we already have our tailgating tickets for the seahawks game though is we, that for you specifically having like a spot or like for just for us to have our our, tr- our uh my truck at the tailgate oh okay it's just, just like last year remember and everyone showed up and we, mm-hmm. it was like 50 people for one tailgate yeah spot and i want to do that again this year but you know i want to bring the uh this table you like our new setup i, I got a yep. we got a new table new table and I, everything's portable. The recorder's portable. The we could ch- do a tailgate podcast. Are the chairs new? Uh, well, this one's not. That one is cheap little folding yeah. chairs. Uh, you know, like ten bucks. But uh, yeah, that, that I think that'd be fun. Could interview uh, our uh, fan, our fans, uh, my brother-in-laws. <laughs> we should have a little banner. I know, right? I want to do shirts. Or, or yeah, shirts too. Fuck it. We'll, we'll hang a little shirt over on the table and then even if it's just us wearing them i just want to have the i just want to have the merch you know yeah well anyway and then last night i went to the hollywood bowl that's why we're we're recording a day late i feel like i was gonna say a day later than usual but now i feel like we've recorded late more than we have on time (laughs) i think out of what are we week six i say half of the time has been tuesday half of the time has been wednesday yeah 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 it's three three for three or but uh yeah we uh, i was at the hollywood bowl uh post shout out postal service shout out death cab for cutie that was fun. I, you know, they were never really my thing back in the day, but they're cool. I like it. Nice. So let's get into the NFL. Uh, Rams beat the Cardinals twenty six nine. I was there. The first half was not so fun to be there. And for, they could not. Neither team could score like at all. Yeah. It was just trading field goals. You know what's crazy is the. Uh, the Rams were just allowing the Cardinals to get every first down, every convert, every third down, but they kept them out of the end zone. They held them to three every time. One of the uh, field goals was, uh, what was it? Muff punt return. Oh. I was so I was like, oh, this is going to be one of those games. I mean, I've seen under Sean McVay, I've seen those games. Like, we have those games sometimes where, like, special teams just fucks us. Yeah. It happens a, a lot. This was in the first half, though, right? I'm assuming yeah, that happened in the, in the second quarter. Yeah, 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 yeah. That, and that's how that led to. We kept him out. They, I think we gave it to him on what the ten or something. Mm-hmm. Kept him out. They just they went for three. So it was nine six going into the into halftime. Uh, the Rams just came out, and I wait. First of all, the run game. I think the first half they had five yards rushing. Is that true? I, I th- I'm I'm gonna say that's true. I think I've heard it enough times this week from all the other Rams podcasts. The second half, they had like 170. Yeah. So some, I think McVeigh said that he uh, he was getting looks that, that on film that, and then they were changing them like pre-snap, like pre-snap, uh, like you know, uh, disguised coverages basically. Yeah. And uh, there was it wasn't allowing him to uh, run the ball, and then he just said "fuck it" the second half, and let he just let it loose. I think he realized I've done this enough times where we've been losing this way, <laughs> yeah. so now I just gotta say "fuck it" and I'm we're running the ball. I know, like like instead of waiting till like the fourth quarter, just all right, second second quarter's done, 
let's go into this half and run the goddamn ball. And it was beautiful. The, I think he called like nine straight run plays to start the second half. And Kyron Williams was just getting like 10 yards a clip. Dude, dude, dude. They just marched down the field. I think it wasn't nine plays. I don't know. It was like five at least. And then they ended it with the uh, touchdown of Cooper Cup. Yeah, I mean, I don't. He didn't have any receiving receptions at all. Kyron Williams. He had, yeah. I mean, twenty carries. He just was running downhill. It, it it was awesome. Ronnie Rivers looked great. Funny thing about our run game and those two is that they're both injured. Ronnie Rivers went on IR today. Kyron Williams. There's still a chance he might go on IR, but there's also a chance that he'll come back uh, after the bye, which is week ten. So what? That's missing three games. Come back week eleven. Mm-hmm. So we ain't gonna see him for a month. So we got, what, Zach Evans and... Zach, yeah, we have a, a rookie, Zach Evans. He looks cool. He came in a little bit. But then we also signed Royce Freeman up from our practice squad. You know, he used to mm-hmm. start for the Broncos. Mm-hmm. And then uh, we re-signed Daryl Henderson to the practice squad. I don't know if we're going to call him up to the active roster before game day. I mean, it's likely. Oh, and also we stole Miles Gaskin from the Dolphins practice squad. Oh, nice. Yeah, and he, he looked good before he got, like... I think he has like an injury. He's been plagued by injuries. Mm-hmm. He started for the Dolphins he's, at some he point, right? He doesn't have a burst anymore. He he he's not like an explosive like. Was it back. a knee or an Achilles or something like that? Something like yeah. that. Yeah, but he looked good when he was starting for Dolphins until that happened. I think, from what I recall, I don't watch a lot of Dolphins games, but you know, I watch some. Yeah. Right, so yeah, our backfield is gonna be. It's gonna be I interesting. Mean, I I can see Daryl Henderson taking over just because he's already familiar with the system. He was successful when he was there, so I can see that being like an easy fit. And then maybe the, the only reason they probably brought him is to see how Royce Freeman and well, Zach Evans do yeah. this week. I mean, we'll see. I mean, I, I can totally see that being you know the following weeks happening up until, and then not only that, them slowly bringing back uh, Kyron Williams and Ronnie Rivers, it, depending on the severity of the injury and how. Slowly, they want to bring him back into being full status. I felt like we had a one-two punch finally, though, going on. It was felt good. We haven't had... We had Todd Gurley. Our run game was excellent, and we rode the shit out of Todd Gurley. And then uh, that one year, he, I, you know what happened? I remember this, the moment that it happened. It was that Chiefs-Rams game, that crazy one that was supposed oh, to be yeah. in Mexico City. He uh, hurdled over someone, and his knee... This, they've never said that this is what it was. But this is me as a fan watching, because he used to hurdle over guys. Remember that's like yeah. what he was known for hurdling no, yeah. over guys. He tried to hurdle over a guy. His knee hit the guy's uh, helmet, and he was never the same. And I think that year we brought in uh, C.J. Anderson. From, he used to play for the Broncos, yeah. Broncos. and uh, he got us through the end of the se- that season. He, I mean, I, I think I was at that Cowboys game, the uh, playoff game, and I think we had 200 yards rushing combined. And he, there was that like funny thing where he ran and then he like he went and he sat down on the bench next to all the Cowboys players. That shit was so yeah, funny. Yeah. That was a great year for me because Todd Gurley <laughs> was my yeah. RB one, and I smacked everyone in fantasy and finally won. That's such in a our league depressing like cautionary <laughs> tale to go back and look at because he was so good. I had hit, I had my anchors for that team were him and Gronkowski. It was like Gronkowski's Ooh. like career year yeah and it was todd Gurley's career year yeah that he there was like mvp talk that year and everything uh so that's our our backfield a- another interesting thing happened on monday i guess on sunday but it came to light tmz reported that darion kendrick was arrested for a concealed weapon in his car 
at just just hours after the Cardinals game, and and drugs. No, uh, I I, I think I think there might I I could have made that up. I think there was weed, but that wasn't a crime. I, it was a you, in California. You can't drive around with a gun in your car. You have to have it like locked away. Mm-hmm. Uh, separate from like ammunition, so it has to be like locked in your glove box or locked in your trunk, and uh, you know. But these ri- these guys are rich; they have enemies. Yeah, you know, they gotta stay strapped. What was it under his seat? I have no idea. <laughs> but you know what's funny? I don't think he got released from jail for like two days. Oh wow! Because there, there, I was reading like articles that were saying there was no record of his release. Mm-hmm. But they're still uh, figuring that out. I don't know if he's gonna get suspended. I don't know if he's gonna. Sean McVay said he's only been in contact with his lawyers and his mom. Hmm. So we'll see how that plays out. If he doesn't play, we have uh, two rookies. What, is Kobe Durant a rookie? I don't know if he's a rookie or second year. But Kobe Durant, Trey Tomlinson, you know, uh, LaDainian Tomlinson's like nephew or something. He was uh, the best. He was like rated the best cornerback in college. But the problem is he's like 5'6 or something like that. So, but every time he's been on the field for us, he's a rookie, you know, but every time he's been on the field, I feel like he's gotten like a holding call or something, which is what he's going to be having to do, right? Oh, yeah. He's so small. He's undersized. He's going to be holding everybody. Yeah. So he's gotten us some poor timing penalties or whatever. Uh, We also have uh, Duke Shelley, who's, you know, a veteran. He's been bounced around the league a little bit. I think he played for uh, the Vikings, most notably. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, so I don't know. I mean, people were getting fed up with the penalties Darian Kendrick was getting us, and I guess he's like a hothead or something, man, because he's uh, he he had off the field issues too. I think he got kicked out of Clemson. Don't know much about him, but no. I mean, he's, he, he, but you know what? He's been doing a good job. It's just right. a, he's had a couple penalties, you know, in that giving chances and keeping drives alive, drives alive. But uh, yeah, I mean. Hey, you guys, I mean, defensively, you guys did solid. Was, yeah, Aaron uh, Donald what? looked great, and we, we kept him out of the end zone. That's the important part. Byron Young had a sack. Oh, Jonah yeah. Williams had a sack. I love that Byron Young, by the way. Christian Roseboom had a interception. interception. Yeah. Oh, did you see that that uh, Kyron Williams, the second uh, half, he had a touchdown. He dove for the pylon, and they ruled it a touchback that he fumbled out of bounds. No, I didn't. No, I was because it was like the nail in the coffin. Basically, that's like when everyone was getting up to leave the stadium. I was like, "Oh my god, how can they?" And then they played it on the big screen, and everyone started booing, boo, boo, and it went mm. under review. And then they, luckily, they ruled it a touchdown. But I hate that rule. It's bit us so many times too. It bit us in one Actually, game. I, th- I think I do remember seeing the highlight now. Yeah, I remember uh, watching like highlights of. Like specific games, I know I need to watch, and I remember that being one of them. I was like glancing, I was like, "Oh, the Rams won." I'll just look at the stats later. I was like, "It was a blowout." I was like, "There's it was not a much later." Yet. It was yeah, close. It was, I did. I honestly only watched a little bit of the game for the most part, and I was just like, "Eh." Whatever. When we were going in a half, and it was nine six, I was like, "Oh boy, this is going to be a long day." But you know, they just blew the doors off in the second half. They beat them twenty six nine. Say what you will about the Cardinals, they beat the Cowboys, right? Yeah, they're scrappy. They've been scrappy. Josh Dobbs has been. Running, he's been doing oh, it with his legs. Getting, he was getting ragdolled. But you know, like, remember, what I was telling you last week, Aaron Donald and yeah, that play, Aaron Donald grabbed him and like threw him like oh, a toy. I was like, oh my yeah. god, this guy's unreal. But we've just had the Cardinals number. I mean, and and uh, like I said er, last week, Aaron Donald was like, we're built to stop like Russ and Kyler, and uh, we've been mm-hmm. do, we've been through this. So I, I, you know, I knew we we're gonna have. I not knew, but I was 
hopeful we were going to have a good game against them. It didn't. They had me in the second half. Not going to lie, you know that. <laughs> yeah. So how how the Seahawks do? Honestly, all these scripted games are just becoming much. It's just at this point, it's like, okay, what is Shane Waldron really doing with our offense? Like, what do, if we're, you know, healthy in all these areas? Why are we still doing double tight end formations? Like, we s- specifically got Phil Haynes and Charles Cross back from being injured on the O line. It's like we're still doing double tight the end formation. Per, the yeah, twelve personnel. Yeah, I usually like, only do that when you need the extra help blocking. Yeah, I'm right? just like, what is going on? I was like, our run game was all right, like. It wasn't as good as it could be, but I'm just like, okay, the run game wasn't happening. We were committed to it. Wasn't working. Geno Smith was just being, I feel like in this game was the first time I ever seen him like stat tracking, like not trying to throw an interception, taking the sack versus making a bad play. Just playing it like, safe? Yeah, playing it real safe. And I'm like, what is going on? I was like, this two interceptions. You know, I'm just like, this isn't, I was like, he's playing. He's either playing very scared and the Bengals have a great defense or this guy is just really caring about, like, keeping his QBR and uh, passing percentage completion up high. Yeah. And I'm just like, what? Like, it didn't make any sense to me. Like, the game was very frustrating. I stopped watching after the third quarter and I was just like, I can't do this. Like, it just. Yeah. The writing was on the wall, like, basically. After I stopped watching, we scored three points in the third. Towards the end of the third quarter, like, four minutes left. I was nothing was happening. I was like, I can't watch this. I was like, we're not going to score again and we're going to lose. So yeah, the Seahawks, the Bengals beat the Seahawks seventeen thirteen. I mean, it, it's when you look at the box score, the final score, that three points it pulled you in within one score, right? Mm-hmm. So like I, the first quarter was great. I was like, oh wow, this first drive we look good. You know, second quarter, all right, we look decent. They get they get a uh, they get a touchdown in the first uh, first quarter. We both score. Second quarter, the Bengals get the ball. They score. They score a TD. We get the ball. We get we score a field goal. It's halftime, 14-10. I'm like, all right, we got ourselves a ball game. Third quarter comes in. Offense is non-existent. Geno's playing scared, making dumb decisions, like not even rolling out of the pocket, just like taking steps back and like going to his blind side and just running into the sack every time. I'm was, just it like, uh, was it Trey uh, Tomlin's? Was it Trey Hendrickson? Yeah, it, it was. Yeah. And he, just, got, he had us, too, Yeah, man. I'm just like, dude, like what the offense was – the worst part about it is we – beat them in total yards we beat yeah. them in passing yards we that beat them, we beat them in all that. in all yards when you outplay a team and then they still beat you yeah it's like come on guys what's really going on like like i know this was like a frustrating week and the narrative is what is shane waldron doing with the offense like yeah. do we need to start thinking differently now of bringing them in but I don't know. Like I said, we're being very conservative with bringing in these new guys. I really, really like Jake Bobo, and I feel like if we do not move forward with bringing him in and getting him more targets and more touches and implementing him in these different schemes that we have, I think he could be the guy that comes out. And I know they're pushing Jackson Smith and Jigba to be that next guy, but at this point, I feel like he's not yet NFL ready. Like He's playing... like a rookie, and it's not showcasing he's a first-round pick. I know that you think this because uh, you texted that to the group chat, but not only that, I remember it very clearly what you said because Mida sent a picture, my wife sent a picture of me and my son on the train, and on my Samsung watch, as clear as day, your whole, that whole, ex- exactly what you just said right now was on my watch, and you can see it in the picture. Did you see that? I mean, no, no on so the picture funny. that yeah, it's yeah. there. Oh, I know what picture you're talking about in the group chat. I didn't know that my message was on your 
I watched during that. That's funny. Yeah, it's so funny because it's like so clear. You're just like so pissed off at uh, Jackson Smith and Jigba. Yeah, he was just, I mean, give or take, he had a couple catches, you know, garbage catches towards the end of the game, but I really expected more out of him, and I, I do generally yeah, feel like we can. It's not as clear right there. It's It was because it got compressed in the messenger, oh. but it's. It's like as clear as day. Yeah. So I mean, I, I'm all for Jake Bobo. I believe, you know, you get these guys that you get lucky on drafting, and they can come in and be that player that is needed to push the offense or defense in a different direction. And you know, it is what it is. You know, I get it. Jackson Smith and Jibo is our first round pick. One of the guys that we thought could, you know, help us move the offense in a better direction. But at this point. I do not think he's ready. I think we need to transition and give Jake Bobo more reps versus him. Yeah, there's this thing in business called us what sunken cost. Uh, yeah, it's like where they invested the first round pick in them, so they're just like not cutting their losses. Or they're mm-hmm. just investing more and more. Like you got to just go with the best player. Don't worry about his draft stock. Yeah. So Jake Bobo, read me his box score. I, how do you do? Hmm. He had two receptions for 43 yards. Oh, Averaging 21.5 each catch. Jake Bobo. This is Jake Bobo watch. Jake Bobo. He had the overall best average versus every receiver on the field for the Seahawks, which was an average of 21.5 yards per reception. And he only had two. Yeah, he only had two. But you guys kept the Bengals from just like running away with it. You're that defense you got to be pretty proud of, right? Oh, yeah. The defense showed up. The Everyone showed up. Quandre Diggs, eight tackles. Except for Geno. Yeah. Jordan Brooks, four tackles, three assists. Jamal Adams didn't get injured, four tackles. <laughs> Holding my breath throughout the game. But I'm, I feel like the coaching staff maybe told him, calm down on the intensity piece because he wasn't as intense as he was on the first game. Take it easy. Yeah. So uh, oh, he did a good job. I mean, I was... You know, it is what it is. I I said last week he should do the exact same thing. Although I feel like we he could have you know gotten a sack or you know he almost had an interception, his first one in years. Um, would have been his first one in years. Uh, oh, it doesn't only have like two inter- uh, career interceptions. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Trey Brown had an interception. Overall, the defense did great. Uh, Witherspoon four tackles. I I feel like the week he had before versus this week. I I mean. The Bengals, give or take, yeah, they've been to the Super Bowl and they're a little more established versus... But they're struggling this year. Yeah, and I thought he was going to uh, go in attack mode again. And he, he was, you know, subpar. He did an all right job, but I really expected more out of uh, Tariq Woolen and uh, Devin Willerspoon. Tariq yeah. Woolen only had two tackles, no assists, no sacks, no But sometimes it doesn't come up on the stat sheet yeah. for a cornerback, you know what I mean? Because if you're if they're not throwing it in your direction, there's a reason why, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Yeah, I really like, uh, even too, uh, Boye Mafe had a, a sack, and he's been getting some reps. I know we have, like, our starters and stuff, but last year he was great for us, and he was one of our late-round draft picks. And this year, you know, same thing, even in the preseason, he was doing really well. Um, so, yeah, I would like to see him implemented in the defense as well. These guys that are just going in and making plays happen, they need to get more PT. So, like I, I said uh, to start the show, four NFC West teams, only one had a win. That 
means that the San Francisco 49ers lost, and there's a handful now of 5-1 and one teams. We got San Francisco, the Finns, Chiefs, Eagles, and the Lions. Mm-hmm. Out of those teams, who do you think's got a real shot? Niners, Eagles, Lions. Chiefs and Dolphins. Chiefs and Dolphins. Am I missing one? No. You, are the Bills? Are the, oh, the Bills have two losses? Yeah, they do. Yeah. The Dolphins, Chiefs are the only ones. Yeah. Jaguars are four and two. Ravens are four and two. Yeah, I mean, other than these handful Bills of five and, and one teams, almost everyone's three and three right now. Yeah, I mean, it's been a good year so far. With the parody, even like the Commanders are three and three. Like, yeah, know. like it's they're in games. Everyone's in yeah. games. Everyone's yeah. fighting for a spot. And uh, do I think everyone is? Real deal, Holyfield. I don't know. The I, Niners well, got exposed. Yeah. Brock Purdy and McCaffrey's hurt. McCaffrey's hurt. Debo's hurt. It was only a matter of time. We were talking about this. Uh, this has been like the, a couple the, weeks ago. This has been the beginning of the season. Is that they can sustain being healthy? Now the offense is getting exposed. Now they're like, oh no, Brock Purdy doesn't have an all-star lineup. What are we gonna do? Like literally, some of the best players ever. And then don't get me wrong; like the Niners have decent backups, like to these positions. Yeah, you have sure. AU for sure. You know they have Elijah. I mean, is he even a backup? He's like the number one like receiving threat, right? They have Kittle. Like Kittle's yeah, non-existent. Kittle's like one of the best tight ends. I'm just like, okay, well, the best pass rusher, one of the best pass rushers. But also, you got to think too. The best linebacker. two of their best, two of their I wouldn't say best. Well, yeah, their best offensive players, but. The game plan probably the script flipped for sure, a hundred percent. Like, okay, now we gotta try and play conservative and at least get a points on the board, and that it just looked bad. Yeah, and there's so much about physicality. I think that's you know what I was like, always like, there's something up with their training staff or something. But you know what it is? It's their physicality. They're all, they're that's their mm-hmm. identity all yeah. the time. So of course they're gonna get hurt all the like time. The defense surprisingly has been still good. You yeah. know they held them up in that game, but you know. Fred Warner, Warner's playing oh, balls yeah. out every play. It's like, okay, you know, take a step back. You know, something could happen. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that's the narrative. And that is the narrative going into the season is where some analysis were like, Seattle could win this division because yeah. of that. The Rams could, Seattle or the Rams could win the division because of that and go into the playoffs and get some wins or, you know, potentially going into the season since the seasons are long, like, you know, Health, youth are vital to, you know, having these teams win oh, the yeah. Super Bowl. Like the Chiefs had one of the youngest teams last year and they won. The, they stayed healthy and they won the Super Bowl. So they've got a window, but they've got a, a lot of their great players are young. And now they have a, a, a quarterback that could run the system. So they're going to be good for what I think Shanahan's just too good to see them lose the division at this point with how, mm-hmm. you know. Well, and then there's also the trade deadline. They, they could yeah. essentially, you know, get another trade. You know, there's players and teams that have abundances of wide receivers and running backs. So it's not like there isn't players out there that can help them, you know, get back on track. Um, but I mean, us talking about what we're talking about, the five and one teams. I mean, yeah. I think the Niners, I don't know, even the Eagles got exposed, but it's like this week six was like a crazy week six. So I don't know if it was just the week and the matchups and all that nature, but next week could just be this, you know, we're back on track to where we were before. And, you know, the narrative doesn't change. So, um, the Lions, I think, are definitely someone to look out for. They're young. They're hungry. They did lose to Seattle. Um, 
and that I feel like we have their number even in the playoffs we you yeah. know we when we did play them years ago um we, you know they were a team that couldn't beat us last year they couldn't beat us um so yeah they're do I think they're good yes I think they're great um okay, now so that they, now that they have all their pieces and all their yeah their, they look healthy their and, they're, is, and they're figured is, out like their the, run defense is great the, they their they're, offense they're, is firing on all cylinders they were without Amaron St. Brown for a little bit and then you know they were still winning games but now that they figured their identity out and they got it going the you know both Jared ends Goff of the field is just dicing up uh defenses I told you he could do that everyone laughed at me I I watched the guy play but okay so I asked you this 5 and 1 uh, teams question one because I wanted to talk about the San Francisco 49ers losing of course mm-hmm. two I was trying to bait you into recognizing this about the Lions. I wanted to hear your, your, your take on the Lions. They're, uh, I think them they themselves are pinching themselves every week going, is this real? Yeah. Is this real? You know what I mean? But they're not like succumbing to those things. Where like Even last year. I think they play with I we have nothing to lose attitude. Well, that's and what they they're, And they're not even that. With the Niners, the Eagles, the Bills, and the Dolphins being those top four teams, they're, gonna, they're just going to be like the like, – you want to be the team that has no – lights and you know exposure constantly week to week you have this expectation of you need to win they're going in there and they yeah. know they're going to work their butts off and they have nothing to lose well and if people they lose, are expecting them to win now they're being getting, yeah. they're getting favored but you know what you're saying about that about playing with nothing to lose i think that carried them through the end of last year yeah and they're putting followed, up all yeah. those points but this year i think they figured out uh you know the pieces they needed on defense mm-hmm. well yeah they have david montgomery now no, nobody saw that yeah well I, they had deandre swift last year well, I mean, maybe that was a thing. Maybe like, yeah. well, they was switched good it up. For them, they, you know what I mean? Whatever personnel was making these decisions figured it out really well, and it's working for them. You, you know who it is? Uh, Brad Holmes. Oh, okay, yeah. He was our uh, sc- uh, head of scouting mm. for the Rams. That's why we were hitting on all those. Well, people say that we were hitting. Uh, we we have a lot of undrafted free agents and late round picks that start for us, uh-huh. and then they get like contracts somewhere else. They end up they end up not being that great anywhere else but i think when he was here he could see where the pieces would fit mm-hmm. and I, I think fit is just so much it means so much more than the talent that you can put on the field because you have to have everybody working together because you know i mean there's well, 22 david montgomery was where last year the bears, bears. Right? yeah and even then he was you know a solid player they didn't, like, they didn't run him though they, yeah. they did not run the ball with him with at the, all well, he was a he was the red zone guy he, yeah, he exactly, wasn't anything exactly. like him and jamal williams were red zone guys when when Jamal Williams was with uh, the Lions, yeah, and then yeah, he, yeah. And they went to the Saints, so they, you know, that guy's, give that or take, they, cool. they, I think they saw what they had at, at running back, and they made the switch, and they drafted a running back, and now it's just working for them. Yeah, and then and, and uh, Swift hat was having uh, some like concussion issues with them, and so I think they just needed mm-hmm. like to well, change they, the scenery. You know what I mean? They 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 and look at him; he still looks they awesome. traded they traded T.J. Hawkinson, and then they yeah. they got yeah. Sam Laporta, which it's like. They never lost T.J. Hawkinson. He's, if anything, yeah, he's yeah, better yeah. than T.J. Hawkinson. And um, you remember last year? There's like that story midseason that like DeAndre Swift killed a guy or something like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, I love the NFL and their storylines. AFC. If we're gonna go over there, five and one teams. Yeah, I, the Chiefs are that. the Chiefs are are the Chiefs. They're gonna figure it out. They just got McCole Hardman back. So oh yeah, that was breaking news, right? Yeah, breaking news. Um. I think now that they have someone that knows the system, it's going to be easier for them to get back on track. They're probably going to start scoring more points now. Uh, He's gonna, fast, it's, too. It's probably going to be heavy. Kelsey, Hardman, and uh, Pacheco. And, yeah, I, I wouldn't be surprised if they go after someone else again. 
Um, I can definitely see that happening. Because that's been their problem. Is yeah. they, they've had such a weak wide receiver core. In a way, them re-signing Miko Hardman or uh, trading for him, right? They traded for him? Yeah. Uh, in a way, that's like backtracking these wide receiver decisions they've been making. They've been letting go of everybody, basically, right? They've like... Well, I think Hardman... They didn't trade him to the Jets. I think he signed with the Jets. No, but they didn't re-sign him. Yeah, well, I mean, that was when they got Juju Smith-Schuster. For and, one year? He, on a one-year deal? Yeah, well, I mean, in their eyes, they, they, they were trying to just... You know, save some pocket no, change. And they got Kadarius Tony, and they're like, "We're done. We got him." Well, I mean, he did enough. <laughs> yeah, he got him to right. the Super Bowl. And he did good in the Super Bowl. Just unfortunate. Now he's just nobody. You know what? So uh, the Rams are going to play the Steelers coming off the bye, and then the week after they're going to play the Cowboys coming off the bye. What's up with that? Schedule makers, come on! We get two well-rested teams in a row. Well, this is what I'm going to say. Every team that has had a bye week has not been successful when they come back. Is it? Yeah. So I, I don't know if that's a, a take or something that's being talked around in the league. or it, or. Doesn't you, Talman have a good uh, after-the-bye record? I know. Well, Seattle lost. They came off a bye. The Chargers lost. They came off yeah. a bye. Before. But I mean, I mean, you know, in perpetuity and, uh, like, just his reputation alone. Like, mm-hmm. I think McVay's uh, undefeated after the bye. Probably. I can see that. But, uh, I mean, so, we, you know, we got a, l- a little bit of our hands full. Our friend Chad is a Steelers fan. And I was thinking we could test my new uh, thing here by giving him a call. What do you think? That's call him in. Phone a friend. See what he says. Let's see. Should we do a little... Hey, Chad, how you doing? Not bad, man. How are you guys? Good, good. good. We're just sat- sitting here talking about football. Are we good on that end? Are we good on there? Are you getting any uh, feedback? No, no. Yeah, I can hear you guys pretty well. Um, do I need, should I go speaker on here? No. Okay. Whatever right. works for you. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, I, I was t- yeah, yeah you're, you sound great. Yeah, we're good. Hello? Hello? Okay, so Chad, live from Las Vegas. Woo. Uh, the Rams play the Steelers next week. They play them coming off a bye. The Steelers uh, have been struggling a little bit this year. What do you th- how do you think... Do you, you know about the Rams, uh, all the injuries and the troubles we're having this week? Yeah. Uh, so, you know, Kyron Williams out. Uh, Bronny Rivers on IR. And then Darian Kendrick Ryan getting arrested. Yeah, but then you, guys went and, uh, <laughs> then you guys went and signed, like, two different running backs on top of it? We re-signed Daryl Henderson, and we got uh, Miles Gaskin. And Ro- well, Royce Freeman. Was, oh, was yeah, we like, already had Royce Freeman on our yeah. practice squad, and uh, we had a rookie, Zach Evans, who's supposed to be pretty good. We'll see. But yeah, so as, a, as a fantasy player, that's a nightmare. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah. I think they're going to give the majority of the carries to Zach Evans because I think they're going to primarily use uh, Royce Freeman for blocking. But you know what? Right. Like The Steelers' defense, that defensive line – we're going to have to stick – McVay has a problem committing to the run already. We're going to have to stick to it. I don't think he's going to want to, though. You know what I mean? Yeah, uh, we can definitely run on. It's it's happened all year. Oh, really? 
Yeah, we can be run on. Absolutely. Somebody uh, tell this to McVay because I fucking know that he's going to call like 50 <laughs> pass plays. Oh, yeah. It's going to be a Cooper Cup day. Hey, I don't think he's going to. Stafford. Oh, Kevin Dotson revenge game. I think he's getting. Uh, uh, he's our right guard. Is that where Dotson is? Yeah, yeah, he, yeah. He's uh, getting rated higher on PFF than any of the right guards you guys have played this year. Oh, my God. So yeah, Kevin Dotson. He's gonna give some Stafford on his right side. You know, he's not on the left side. But uh, what I wanted to talk to you about this to you about the Steelers particularly was your offensive struggles and Matt Canada and his burner accounts and his uh, negative <laughs> one run plays. Did you see that video no, of no. him uh, that reacting to the like game winning touchdown that uh, Kenny oh, Pickett man. like audibled out of or whatever? Like his. He's like, I wasn't responsible for that. And everyone's going crazy around him. He's like so mad. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I saw that live. You saw that like, live? They showed that on, on TV? Look, look, look how pissed off he is. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, he looked mad. And I, I was like, dude, you guys just won the game. <laughs> He's like, I'm trying to lose I, my job here, guys. I know, right? He's like, wait till Twitter gets a hold of this. <laughs> you know, the uh, coming out of the bye week, the only thing that I was hoping for, praying for, was that I would hear the news that Matt Canada has been fired. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. This, you Steelers, you love your, you love retaining your personnel. We hold on to coaches for probably longer than we should. <laughs> but what, I, what do you think? How do you think the offense is going to look against the Rams? Okay, so coming out of the bye, we've got um, Pat Fryermuth coming back. We also have Deontay Johnson coming back. Ooh. Mm. Uh, that can't possibly make us any worse. Than yeah, 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 right. I know. You're like, I don't have high hopes, but it can't be any worse. <laughs> uh, I, I mean, I really am hoping, you know, Deontay Johnson has always been kind of that uh, target hog, you know. Yeah. Gets uh, about, you know, 14 receptions for 80 yards or so. But I'm hoping with, with him and Fire Move coming back that with kind of the emergence of, of George Pickens, like we were just talking about with that touchdown play, like he's – He's a big play waiting to happen. Oh, yeah. Uh, he's fun to watch, too. Oh, he's a blast, man. <laughs> when, he, when, he, when he lays out a... Yeah, a, just a shoving guys right down. and, and See, it's cool when he does it. When DK Metcalf does it, though, by the way, Jim, we didn't talk about that. No. <laughs> then it's just bullying. Well, DK said he's not going to change the way he plays anyway, so, I mean, it'll probably happen again. It's like that meme where it's like a, a sexual harassment and then, like, yeah, you know what uh, I'm yeah, talking about. Good-looking guy. Yeah, it's a good-looking guy. <laughs> when George Pickens That's, does it, it's cool. When DK does it, it's just bullying. I mean, DK looks about twice George. Pickens oh yeah, size. he looks about <laughs> twice everyone's size. I think that's the problem. <laughs> what do you think that? Yeah, so, no, go ahead. Aside from like the play, what is wrong with the play calling? Is it that? He's not letting them let it loose, like downfield. Because I don't, admittedly, I don't watch a lot of Steelers games. You know, I, I'm, a, I'm a red zone guy, and you guys ain't um, in the red zone a lot. <laughs> not this year, yeah. That's why I have to watch the game separately. Um, I have to watch the game separately on my phone, and then also have <laughs> red zone going because otherwise, I'm not going to get to see any Steelers plays. Uh, <laughs> but uh, from what I've seen of the the play calling. Um, you know, there's kind of a meme amongst Steelers fans that, uh, you know, it, there's going to be a jet sweep almost every single play. For some reason, Matt Canada loves the jet sweep. It yeah. just doesn't work. Uh, there was, I want to say it was week three, um, Matt Canada called the same play 
nine times. The first eight gained nothing, no yards. Mm-hmm. And then the one time, <laughs> you finally got like an eight-yard gain on, on the ninth time. Uh, it's just repetitive play calling. We, we, we telegraph absolutely every, everything. We need to be able to hide some of these plays, you know. I, I mean, I'm not an offensive coordinator. I don't know. Yeah, it's just but when you want the offense, it's just the most. But that's the last thing you want is a predictable offense, right? That's, yeah, the jet sweep's supposed to be used to like throw, like to catch like teams off guard, right? But when you run, you can't run them. It can't be like the basis of your offense. Exactly. Yeah. So, uh, score prediction. Oh man. Yeah, no. Here, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Uh, I think what we're going to do well and like the, our, our strongest thing about our team is our pass rush. Yeah, of course. And yeah. I, Matt Stafford tends to do a little bit hero ball shaky under, under a, you know, a strong pass rush. He's a little yeah. bit shaky. Uh, so that's what I, I'm afraid of, Chad. I, I'm thinking it's going to be a low scoring game, to be honest. Like, I think 2017. I don't know. <laughs> the spread the spread is three points. Rams oh, by really? three. Yeah. Oh, Rams are favored. Rams are favored by three. I just don't think we're gonna score a whole lot of points. The over yes. and under is forty three point five. Wow, that's low. Yeah, yeah. It's it's. It, I think everyone's <laughs> expecting this to be really low. Everybody knows that's the Rams' weakness. Even it, it was the same weakness we had with Jared Goff. Our quarterbacks just get a little uh little happy feet. Little shaky under pressure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I could see this game being like 17 to 10 going either way. Uh, we, we would need the defense to score because obviously our yeah. offense isn't. That could happen. Hey, but, you know. come on. Throw some <laughs> balls though, Chad. <laughs> Definitive. Who's What is it? 17 10 Seven, I'm Steelers? Say, I'm going to say 17 14. The, the, this is going to be one of those games that doesn't hit on the spread and just gonna, everyone's just going to be pissed off about it. What's the spread? Three and a half? <laughs> Three. Three. Okay. All right. All right, man. My my balls in my hand pick seventeen ten Steelers. Oh, <laughs> I had a clap for your All balls right. growing out of your body. <laughs> All right, I'm, well, the, I'm guessing you're gonna pick the other way. <laughs> I, I, you know what, I score. If I'm talking score predictions, I. I might even go. What well, Jeremy said, seventeen fourteen. Uh, I'll take the Rams. I just. It's hard. I'm, you know, I don't want to jinx it. That's why, but it's hard to think that the Steelers defense won't score. I don't know. It's like now that you put that out there, like it's like it exists in my mind now. The only reason I think the Steelers will lose is because I don't know, Chad. I mean, I don't know if you're aware, but at least something I've noticed is every team coming off the bye week has lost, or at least any team that is in these low scoring or low spreads where it's like three or two points have lost. So like the Chargers or the Seahawks came off a bye, they lose. Uh the week before that I forget who was on a bye, they came back one of the te- one or two of the teams came back and and lost as well. It's one of those things where it's not really being talked about, but the teams coming back from a bye week essentially have lost. So uh, far. Does, wanna... Doesn't Tomlin have oh, a good uh, off the bye record? He does. Okay. Yeah, kind of has yeah. the same thing, doesn't he? Yeah, McVay's like McVay, undefeated yeah. after the after the bye. Yeah. Tomlin has always played very well coming off of the bye. So, that's so the, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> you want to stick yeah, around with us for the uh, Seahawks Cardinals prediction? Oh, absolutely. 
All right, Jerm. All right. Let's hear it. Let's see what we got. We got... It's in Seattle. We're favored by seven and a half. I think the the amount of low heat that is getting towards Shane Waldron after this non-existent play calling of You think he's going to have to call a better game? I think he's, he's going to call, he's gonna have to call a better game. And I, I don't think it's in any way where, you know, the Cardinals sometimes get us once out of the year. Yeah. I don't think it's going to happen. I, you know, the Bengals game was kind of hit or miss. Like, we kind of saw, you know, that coming in the sense of, you know, it's a possibility that the Bengals were, you know, obviously they play the Cardinals and they, like, lit the scoreboard up. But, you know, Seattle came in conservative, uh, at least on the offensive side, and couldn't get anything going. But, you know what's funny is that we – remember I was like – if you guys get the same Bengals that we got, then you're going to beat them. And it's funny. You did, and you, but you lost to them the same way that we lost to them. Which yeah. is like, and you guys scored one more point than we did. <laughs> <laughs> it was, the score was very similar. I think you guys had, what, 14? We had 13 or something like that, whatever it was. But um, I do think Seattle will win. I do think it'll probably be the same scenario in, in regards to how the Rams game went where, you know, it'll be maybe a tough start for us at first in the first half, maybe score – three to seven points in the first half and then the second half just kind of light it up and maybe score like 21. Here's my thing is that when a team gets like shellacked on TV like the Cardinals did I they usually play pretty hard the next week. What What's up with James Conner? Is he going to come back soon? Or? I'm not as far as I know. I don't think so. Do you know uh, Chad? I think he went to IR. Is he on IR? Oh, okay see I, I, I wasn't sure. I, so, I could absolutely be wrong. But I has it so. been four games yet? That's only been two huh? Yeah, it's only been two. Yes. All right, yeah. So, well, this yeah, guys... this this game will be two because he went on IR last week. Oh, okay, yeah. I see. Yeah, all right. But yeah, I mean, I I think it'll be the same thing. We start off slow. Second half, we'll probably ball out, and then you know that'll be the tail. I'm a pre- score prediction. Where they're giving us seven and a half. I think it'll be final score, twenty eight to fourteen. Okay, okay, that's good. That's good. I uh. I don't know. I like I said when when the team gets embarrassed, they play pretty hard. You guys got embarrassed pretty bad too, though. I mean, if I mean, I mean but this, we might we might score more because we were on that 30, 31 yeah. points per game pace in the first four games. So I mean, you know, this was one of the only weeks where we didn't do that. Jake Bobo uh, come out game. Oh, that was Jake last Bobo. week. We need him in there, man. I've I I've said. I mean, that was on the take we talked about earlier. But I mean, yeah. we need more Bobo. We need more Bobo. Uh, so, yeah. So what'd you say? 20, 28-14. 28-14. Okay. All right. All right. Chad, what do you think? Yeah. Oh. I'm going to go, I think, 24-10. I don't think that the Cardinals really come out as strong as Richie seems to think that they're going to. Yeah, I know. I, I'm kind of. Ex- I, I, I'm just trying to take a devil's advocate position here. <laughs> I just want the Seahawks to. You know, I want them both to look, it's high. I want to take over a second place in the NFC West. Yeah, the, uh, the Cardinals. Uh, they they um, opened the 21 day practice window for Kyler Murray. Um, yeah, that's. Uh, that means he could come back now, right? Technically, but I, I don't see him coming back this week. You know. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I don't know coming, how it's going to I can go. see him coming back, and I think now that Caleb Williams is being like this diva and 
saying he doesn't want to play next year for an NFL team. Unless he owns the team. It's not someone of his choice. Um, I think they got to go in that situation where, okay, well, let's try and showcase Kyler and see if we could trade him or we keep him. I'm... uh who? Yeah, that's crazy. I don't know. What we were talking last time, Kyler Murray to the Giants would be interesting. I, I, you know, I heard that on the on on the last episode, and I actually I hadn't considered that, and I think that's a really good. Fit. That would be cool. I, I think, think it would be pretty cool. Paid, they need to get him some weapons, just, though. It just paid Daniel Jones. Yeah, but I mean, they could get it off the books. Who would trade and take on that contract? You know, but it, it's only. I think uh, they only. It's only until, what, 2025? So that's like one more year. They could take a little $20 million hit. Yeah, I think his, con- his contract was, what, three years? Or four? Yeah, but I think the dead yeah. money's off, like, most of it's the first two. Yeah. All right, so we're going to do Jamie's pick six parlay. Uh, we're going to let you go, Chad. I'm drinking a Truly in your honor right now. Uh, and, uh, yeah, just catch us uh, on the podcast. You'll hear Jamie's pick six parlay, all right? Good talking right, well, to you, man. You guys. All right, Chad. Thanks nice for having. Th- yeah, thanks for letting us test this out with you. Oh, he hung up. <laughs> All right. Well, that was cool. Yeah, there was the volume was a little bit of an issue, I think, but I'll fix it in post. But uh, like I said, Jeremy's six parlay. Oh yeah, Jeremy, you actually did not too bad. You went five hundred on your pick six parlay. Mm, it was a rough. Like I said, rough. Week six. Let's get it out of here. I'm sick of it. Week seven. Here we go. All right, so your first pick, Titans, Ravens. Ravens beat the Titans 24-16. You took the spread plus four and a half. Wasn't good enough for Mm-mm. you. Henry had a game, though. I said Henry oh, yeah. was going to have a game, and he did. That was the only thing I was right about in that game. So, yeah, it was. I thought it would be different, but, you know, the Ravens got there a little sooner than the Titans, and they kind of were just filling themselves out there. So that might have had some sort of effect on the game. You think it's too late for the Titans to figure it out? Oh, yeah. When they brought – well, Tannehill got injured. They brought in Malik Willis, and I'm just like, why why bring in Malik Willis if we know what he's about? Like, give Will – I mean, do they know what he's about? No, he's just – They don't. I mean, he's throwing up – the balls to the, they to need the sidelines. To, they, need to, they need to develop him, right? I mean, there was a lot of talk about him uh, the year he got drafted, right? Last year. But even then, they in the preseason, it wasn't good. But they got you got to give played, a guy. He played in the season last year as well, and but, they had to sit him and play Josh yeah. Dobbs. Yeah, but that was like, you know, he's a project. He's yeah, a project. Well, I mean, they have Will Levis. They, they drafted Will Levis. I, yeah, I know about that. Yeah, that's uh. And then, you know, we don't know what he's like. Yeah, he he, I guess they see him in practice, he right? He was minimal in preseason, and... You know, I don't know what he's like in practice, but you know, give the guy a shot. You don't know. I mean, if this is the if this is the road they're going down, yeah, and it's predictable football where the offensive scheme is just like, okay, we're gonna run the ball again. Okay, you are basically ball counting again. on the, the fact that again. nobody wants to tackle Derrick yeah. Henry, <laughs> and that's just what their offense looks like every week. All right, your second pick. You took the Vikings, giving up the two, laying the two and a half points. Uh, that you were good. Vikings beat mm-hmm. the Bears nineteen thirteen. Yep. They wanted it more, and I said the same thing. The Bears, what they did against, what was it, the Commanders, was a fluke. And I can see the same thing happening uh, this this week coming up, too. Yeah, that offense was is just not good. It's still not good. I was, I listened to, I re-listened to last week's episode. I was talking, I was like, oh, DJ Moore? DJ Moore? You, nope, yeah, no, no. You took the Chargers straight. This is a hilarious game. 
Ugh. Neither team, Chargers uh, and Cowboys, Cowboys beat the Chargers 2017. Neither team could get into the end. They had red zone issues all night. Mm-hmm. And the Chargers just gonna Charger, man. They just... They had a shot. They had a shot. They had a shot. It's not like they didn't have a shot to make something happen. Who's that kid that they have uh, playing uh, where Mike Williams usually lines up? You you were talking about him last week. Uh, Josh Palmer? Yeah, Palmer. He looked good. Yeah, he he did a good job. I mean, he he was there last year. I mean, he's... Yeah, but he's he's getting the the Mike Williams opportunity. He's he's getting more reps now because Mike Williams got injured towards the end of last season. Well, he started... He was off the first couple of weeks of the season last year, and then he came in and played the whole season and got injured right before the playoffs. So. But, yeah, he looked good. And, you know, Mike Williams being injured at this point is an annual occurrence. So, mm-hmm. uh, Any thoughts on that game? I mean, that I mean, it's the Cowboys are back in the win column. It wasn't pretty, but, not, like, they're feeling themselves a little bit again. I feel like there's a cycle of them, like, beating an inferior opponent and then, like, feeling themselves, and then they play like shit, and then they, you know what I mean? It's like that, have you ever seen that Baker Mayfield yeah. cycle? It's like that but for the if Cowboys. I'm the, if I'm the Cowboys, I have nothing to cheer about. Like, yeah. there's, you guys beat the Chargers, and the Chargers lost to themselves, and they've done this continually throughout their career. Like, throughout last season, this season, history, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's just what they do, and there's nothing to be happy about. Like, I mean, I don't know the stats or anything, but there was nothing that, you know, Blew off of the statue was like, oh wow, the Cowboys are looking great. Tony Pollard had a crazy ass run where he was just like he like, uh, wait, I think Dak shook off a, a sack, mm-hmm. uh, threw it to Paul, Pollard, just checked it down, and then Pollard like shook a couple tackles and just got like twenty yards after that after contact. That was pretty sick, but yeah, the Cowboys, they're, they're going on a bye this week. They're right? on a bye, yeah, they're on a bye. I I I don't know. I don't still know if they're gonna. Live up to the hype of the early season Cowboys. Mm-mm. You took the Texans straight, which was good. Texans beat the Saints twenty thirteen. Saints. Uh, a, lot of, a, a lot of analysis, a lot of you know personnel people were you know betters were taking the Saints in this game, and I didn't. The, the, the Saints are still up. The and Saints down. offense My, is yeah, broken. It is. There's no identity in like all oh, this. Michael Thomas is back and healthy non-existent in the in the offense alvin Kamara is back from suspension yeah. they had jamal williams for one week and he and gets they, injured and he hasn't played since and they and, can't put up points yeah that's nothing's going right for them they re-signed jimmy graham and don't use him the texans though on, on the other hand are looking pretty good cj stroud looks like w- it, they were right on with that pick i think that one of the rookies got injured though oh the, did he tank was it tank dell is that his name uh, yeah i'm not sure one one of the receivers i uh, got injured that game. I believe he's out for maybe a couple weeks. I could be wrong. I I know for sure he's out this week, but I'm not too sure about the following weeks. Another good one you had. You took the Jets plus seven against the Eagles, and the Jets best the Eagles 2014. Take away that undefeated mm-hmm. mark. I mean, the Jets defense is serious, bro. They without Sauce Gardner. With, oh yeah, without like with two other. Yeah, they were, yeah, it was like uh, a backup uh, corners, right? Mm-hmm. And, uh, it, it, you know, I think there's a meme going out there. I'm, and I'm talking about a lot about memes this, this week, but it's because I've been looking at a lot. I've been, you know. Well, this, give or take, this week was like meme city. Like, yeah. And everything that was, was going like, on. Since Zach Wilson seen Donna Kelsey, he's like t- turned a whole new leaf. <laughs> but you took the plus seven. You didn't need the seven. They just yeah. beat him outright 2014. Mm-hmm. The, remember when we were talking about uh, the Eagles not, they were w- winning in spite of themselves. They have no identity. They're trying to figure out who they are. 
Well, not even that. We said they haven't. I said last week that who this they is played. who they played and that they're finally going to play someone that has a good defense yeah. or some a team that can compete. And that's what ha- that's what same thing with the Browns and the Niners. We said, you know, the if the Browns win, it could be their defense that holds them to that. What happened to star players get injured? You know, the defense holds up the offense. Brock Purdy looks subpar. It's not, you know, what are their what happens now if that's the scenario moving forward? So, uh, same thing, you know, it's it didn't look good. Uh, what 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 are the outlooks? What is your outlook on the Jets season from here on out? <sighs> hmm. Let me see. You gotta look at the schedule. I want to, but uh, if they don't play this week, I'm gonna, they play. Yeah, I think they're on a bye as well. Uh, they come back and they play the Giants when? next week. Uh, when Sunday, it's nothing. It's a morning game. Uh, Giants are they share the same stadium, but it's Giants home yeah. home game. The, the Jets will win. The the Giants are are in these games and they're just you know. But the defense on that offense that there's because the Giants' offense is the one that's struggling, and, the, and them playing against like one of the top defenses in the league, I just don't see them putting up any points. Mm-mm. The, uh, I guess uh, what? Well, I mean, they, got, they got Barkley back. Barkley looked good. Oh, ba- bar- yeah, yeah, Barkley's yeah. That's back, true. So, I mean, that. I mean, they're going to put some points on it the board. It doesn't hurt. Yeah. yeah. Uh, they have no pass catchers, though. Yeah, they don't. Everyone's non existent. They have Darren Waller paid him. He hasn't done anything. He I know. Was, what is he doing? Drinking again? No, I'm just kidding. Mm. <laughs> Maybe he's in New York. Uh, so, after they play the Giants, they got the Chargers, the Raiders, the Bills, Dolphins, Falcons, Texans. I mean, this is a tough schedule. This is the Jets. Yeah, aside yeah. from the Chargers and the Raiders, after that they got it's. It looks pretty tough. Look, well, look, look at here's that. So they play uh, the Browns. Wait, Commanders, Browns, Patriots. I mean, yeah, it's gonna be tough. It's, when do they play the Browns? Uh, just at the end of the year. Uh, like week what? Seventeen. Oh, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> what other dynamic defense do they play before that? Uh, let's see, or at least a. So the Chargers have a good pass rush, right? And they got a good safety. Uh, I'm just thinking if they have a matchup and it's a possibility Zach Wilson gets injured and they make a trade before the trade deadline, I'm thinking before trade deadline, what can happen in their scenario if that happens? You think they're going to get a veteran? I, I think if depending who they get, you know, because Trevor Simeon, Simeon is on their bench. But they don't want to Aaron Rodgers. Oh, sh- don't sh- get out of here with Trevor Simeon. <laughs> uh, I don't see him being any any good at all but i think if if that were a scenario to happen and they can get a veteran quarterback or trade for one like a kyler murray or uh someone that they could just bring in i don't know if they're gonna do that though because aaron Rodgers is still around well kirk cousins can't even get traded anymore because he 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 declined his uh yeah yeah i saw that so he declined so he's not going anywhere he's there the rest of the season so they even if they wanted kirk cousins they can't because he not doesn't want to i know feeling there's no place for feelings in this but Aaron Rodgers is like all in with them, and he's like saying that he's going to come back after rehab. Like uh, he's trying to, he got this experimental surgery to come back for if they make the playoffs. Right. You think you think it, gonna piss I, him I, off? I, I don't. I mean, he's in the media every week on McAfee's show. I don't think. I mean, do I think the Jets can come back and win some games? Yeah, I do. Do I think playoffs? it's going to be with? No. Do I think they're going to win in the playoffs? No. Do I think Zach Wilson? Can be better, no, because every week since you know that they've been successful, it hasn't been the offense being explosive, doing crazy stuff. It's just been the defense keeping them in games and the offense getting an opportunity to score. Give or take, Zach Wilson stat wise, like 
on these games aren't great, you know? No, like, yeah, of uh, course. It's the defense keeping them in every game. Okay, so your last pick, I know this is going to hurt you. You took the uh, Seattle Seahawks plus three. Mm-hmm. They outright lost 17-13 to the Bengals. We talked a little bit about this with Chad. You, we made a big deal about if you played the same Bengals we played, that you would win. You, you, it looked, you know, like mm-hmm. you could take advantage. But you guys uh, just, it was, it was kind of the same script as the Rams had. And it's like, you look back at the game, you outplay them. But you still lose. It just it those hurt the most. Yeah, almost right. The run. I mean, I don't say the run game was non-existent. The run game wasn't consistent enough to keep us in the game. The first drive off the bat looked great. We looked like okay, things are looking good. And then after that, it was just like okay, where did we go? And then you know the second half. This is all first half football where we just are playing, and second half is just non-existent. Zero points. Nothing's going our way. Uh, Geno Smith is playing, I feel like, in this scenario, he was playing stat tracking. <sighs> it was just not a good game. In you want to? I just, I, you know, sometimes you just got to let them play. And, you know, it, you can definitely see that the coordinators were just trying to put their two cents into this game, and it just didn't work out in anybody's favor at all. So, you want to have your uh, next week's picks? Week seven. Let's already let's 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 start with your anchor this time, okay? Because uh, we're 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 right there right now. <laughs> you already gave a score prediction to Chad. What's the spread? Uh, the spread is seven point five Seattle. Are you taking that? You're taking the seven? Um, or are you going straight up? I'll go straight up. I I I do think we'll win this game. I do think this is one of those uh, situations where it's not a must win, but it's a uh, you have to do something different this week to show that you're in these conversations to be a, you know, a top ranked team in the NFC. Right. Um, and I like last week, every week before that, I was praising Seattle and it, I still do believe with the defense we have, the offense that we have, the weapons we have, you know, the personnel on paper, it looks good. And if we're going to continue to go the route of, you know, the offensive coordinators calling these plays, um, I don't, I don't know where that, how far we can go if it looks like how it did last week. Um, we got to get these young guys more implemented into the game plan because a lot of these, the, we're just playing situational football, the positions we're putting ourselves in, and it's not working in our favor because we have Tyler Lockett, we have DK Metcalf, two of the, one of the, two of the fastest players on our team, yeah. and we're not you know giving them deep bombs. We're not setting them up. We're not using our tight ends. We're using our tight ends on two tight end blocking schemes. We're running the ball ineffectively. And, you know, the O-line, if it's healthy enough to where it should be healthy enough now, um, is putting us in positions where, you know, the quarterback is just Geno Smith not doing his job and, you know, getting these, throwing these balls. Two interceptions last week. Before that, he was very consistent. And then I, I... for me, I'm just I was in all last week because I do not feel like the Bengals defense is that good. It's, just, it's the defensive line though. That uh, Trey Hendrickson. Yeah. No, no, I mean their defensive line that is good. Pressure, but though, even that, then, like but that's the thing, like But I, isn't it ironic that you say like Gino's playing scared, but he, that's you're playing scared and that's when you throw two interceptions. Mm-hmm. So I mean I it, it the I do think the scenario will change. I do think we'll beat the Cardinals. Uh usually 
divisional games are a lot tougher, so I wouldn't be surprised yeah. if, so, if someone goes down on either offense or defense because it never fails. Um, Let's get your second pick. Let's get your second pick here. I, I'm uh, very interested how, which way you're going to go here. All right. Let's see what we got. Next, we got tomorrow. I don't We have the Jags and the Saints. Do I want to touch that? No. Uh, oh, this is a good one. Detroit Lions versus the Baltimore Ravens in oh, Baltimore. Oh, yeah. I... Lions upset. I think the Lions are going to upset them. Yeah, the the Ravens are favored. Yeah. The spread is three. Uh, minus three Ravens. Um, I'm going Lions. Plus three? I'm taking the plus yeah. three. Um, we got... Lamar's been playing great, though. Yeah, he has, but I think... Get, the Lions, know, Lions are firing Lions all cylinders are, right now. Are, ah. They're going to they're gonna be healthy. They're going to go in. It's going to be good. Um, all right, that's two games. Let's see. Got... The Raiders and the Bears uh, in Chicago. I don't want to take them, but I'm taking the Raiders. I still believe the Bears are had one good week, and that's going to be the the story of the year. Yeah, how can you take the Bears over anybody at this point? Yeah, so I unless they're giving you like twenty points, the Raiders. No one's gonna. The Raiders have a few matchups where you know, you know, the, these next five game, these next four or five games are favorable in their you know matchups. Uh, but I do think they're going to beat the Bears. Bears is one of those teams they'll beat. I, I believe like in the next couple of weeks they play the Jets. They'll probably the Bear the Raiders will lose to the Jets, and you know there's a couple matchups that they have. Like a lot of their matchups in the next four games are favorable. Is it Jimmy hurt? Maybe I I don't know. I think he's hurt again. Oh, okay. Well, I mean their backup's good enough. Yeah, yeah, he did good in the preseason. But so what's the spread of that game? Uh, it's three. You're taking it? Uh, no, I'll take Raiders straight up. Okay. Uh, we got the Steelers and the Rams. Oh, yeah, here we go. And we got the Rams' favorite three. You guys uh, take this game here? I'm not taking the three. I'm taking the straight up because I think the Rams will win, but I don't think I'm going to need the three. But you're going to you're gonna take this game straight up. You, you think this is a game I'm going to stay away from? Yeah. Are you? Mm, don't want, no. I, I mean, I could take the Steelers plus three, but I don't want to because I think it's going to be I think it's gonna be a four, four games yeah. spread. Yeah. I think it's be, if it was three and a half or four, yeah. yeah so the spread will probably be, it says three, but the game will probably end in four or up, so I don't want to take the three. Um, next, we have, what do I got? Two more? Yeah, two more. All right, we got the Chiefs versus the Los Angeles Chargers in Kansas City. I'm going to take the Chargers plus five oh. point five. I yeah. think it's going to be a close game. I think I it'll be, that. you know, the Chargers could possibly win coming off how they've been playing. It's a division matchup. The Chiefs, you know, they've been playing good. Don't get me wrong, but I can see it. it but you expect it, more it, of them it, at this point. It's in Kansas City. I think it's going to be one of those games where Justin Herbert outplays Mahomes. Right. Like, if they're playing good, they're getting, they're putting wins on the board. But you expect a little, from what they've shown in the last, like, five years, mm-hmm. you expect a little more. And they, and, but you know what? They got Miko Hardman back. They have a wide receiver now. Mm-hmm. But yeah, plus five, that's a good spread, I think. 5.5. 5.5. Oh, yeah. even better, right? Yeah. That's why I like that one. Um, we got the Miami Dolphins versus the Philadelphia Eagles. Ooh, that sounds like a good game. Gonna, that's I like that one. They have the Eagles favored two and a half. Yeah, two and a half is an ugly number. I do not like it. Um, I would think that the Fins were uh, 
favored, but it's in Philadelphia. Oh, okay, so that I think makes that's a probably why. Yeah, I think they say like the the uh, a home field advantage is worth like one and a half or something like that. Yeah, so it's in Philly. I do think the Dolphins have enough to sustain a win. You're gonna take plus two. Yeah, I'm gonna take the plus two five Dolphins. Okay. That was Jeremy's pick six parlay. Even though the Eagles got Julio Jones, I don't think it's going to matter. He's probably even, not even yeah, going to play. Not gonna play. I think it's one of those things they just got him just because that's they, like they uh, had a bad, bad outing of Devontae Smith. That's Jordan on the Wizards. Yeah. <laughs> so there was a couple things around the NFL I wanted to talk about before we sign off. Uh, do you see that Cowboys Chargers uh, little scuffle they got into pregame? Yeah, that was there was two of them actually. No, that one and the Niners Browns. Oh before yeah, the, before right. The, that was both before the pre- game too. Both, both before the game happened. Teams are getting chippy out here this this year. It's all these. I don't want to say young kids, but all these. This year's a little different. You know, I the competitive edge on every team that's bringing, you know, to the table is. There's a lot of 500 teams. There's a lot of three and three teams right yeah. now. Like these teams, and even though some teams, you know, might want to tank or whatever, these players don't want that. They don't want that on yeah, their resume. They, they, yeah, they want to play. They're they're getting paid to play. These are professionals, and that's you know they're going to go out there and compete. Another major story: Anthony Richardson. We're talking about this. They might shut him down. They mm-hmm. they officially did it. They shut him down. Uh, sh- shoulder surgery out for the season. Gardner He's, Minshew. Yeah. Did you see that the meme of Andrew Luck crying at the podium? And then, no. and then it was like, Anthony Richardson in three years. <laughs> <laughs> but see, the thing about that is that they never protected Andrew Luck, right? Like, yeah. But well, because they paid a, him all that money. But he's got a good O-line. Uh, Anthony Richardson has a good O-line. I mean, better than Andrew Luck probably had until oh, yeah, without his, a last, doubt. his last season. is like when they started building up that, yeah. that O-line, and then he just couldn't take it no more. Yeah. And then uh, another one, Debo Samuel. He uh, wants to fight the trash-talking goat, C.J. Gardner-Johnson. I l- love this guy. He gets his own teammates to punch him in the face. Two different teams he's had his own teammates punch him in practice. Wow. <laughs> it's like, dude, he's got to be the goat of shit-talking. Here's another one. Uh, Darion Kendrick arrested. I, want, I talked about that. D.K. Metcalf, dirty hit on the Bengals. Cam Taylor-Britt. This is like his third one. Uh, watching the play was like so uncalled for and like, out of pocket like why would you do like the guy was so off guard didn't even see it coming like that's it. it's the same thing he did to yeah. Kella witherspoon like a couple weeks ago yeah he just he was just mad because he was wide open yeah. and didn't throw him the ball it's like okay like yeah but you can't you're costing your team every time you do this yeah well i think that's him like just i don't know what's going on in that locker room like i don't know what's going on, on the sidelines I, I mean i feel like for the most part everybody likes gino yeah um but like i said the offensive, the like, offensive like calls. Russ was here. <laughs> the offensive calls. These things. Yeah, I mean the the play calling. These wide receivers that should be going a hundred plus yards a game aren't. It's not happening this year. It's like okay, where are we getting these players implemented into this offense? Like I get it. We want to run the ball, and that's our. But there's know, like identity. there's no uh, what do they call them? Like a uh, big play. They qualify a big play at like twenty five plus yards, right? Yeah. There's, you're not you guys aren't having like home run hits like Mm-mm. you're not having big plays nope you, you, it's all like uh inch by inch yard by yard yep and uh yeah I mean yeah that's not fun for the players it is not so uh yeah totally uncalled for but like I said I think this week's gonna change we were in that first couple weeks we were you know one of those teams putting up a lot of points and I think this week you know we regroup get back together and, and get it going 
So, you have any stories like that you want to talk about? That's all I got. Uh, no. I mean, this week, like I said, was a wacky week. It, I'm glad it's over. It is what it is. But you know, now that we got some trades going on, we got players making moves. I mean, I mean teams making moves. Players going to different teams. Uh, it should be an interesting week seven. Yeah. So that's bitter rivals. I'm Richie. I'm Jeremy. And we'll see you next week. Bye.